What's up? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back. Welcome back. You know, I, I really liked the other day someone was joining our Facebook group, and we have like little um, questions to just to make sure that people know like what they're joining. And um, someone wrote Holly B and Sarah C. And I was like, that kind of has a great rhyme to it. Maybe I should change. Yeah. Maybe I should just be go by my first initial. <laughs> Yeah, Holly B, Sarah C, yeah. Sarah C, O, C, Sarah C, S, D. That's right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Maybe it should be Holly O, C, and Sarah C, S, D. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, you guys. I know um, I know a couple of you have said we're, you know, inconsistent. But, well, the show is not on the air. So, yes, inconsistency okay but we're getting to be more consistent because now we know they are filming so that's fantastic so we're gearing up by doing fun things like retro season four which i'm so excited about um but also they're filming so we plan to you know report on that and take part of that and um you know breaking news I just got an email, May 27th on HBO Max is the Friends reunion. So I think a drive-by on May 27th at Jackson Brittany's would be great because you know they're going to have a viewing party. Absolutely. <laughs> you know it's going to be like all bust out with like all sorts of spreads and beer cheese and it's like, hey y'all, it's our viewing party. It's like just like us. It's a Friends reunion. Yes. We'll see about that. But we are going to Sir this weekend. And, oh, Tom, Tom. Well, as I was telling Holly, in pure LVP consistency, it is impossible to make a reservation at Tom, Tom. If you go to t- the Tom, Tom website and you click reservations, it redirects you to the open table site. And when you try to click on a reservation on open table, they come back and say, oh, this restaurant doesn't take reservations on open table. You must go to the restaurant site itself. So then you go back to the site and then again, it redirects you to open table. So it's much like as we've talked about in the past, um, when you try to call, sir, either to make a reservation or cancel one or just ask a question Nobody ever picks up. And, nobody. And nobody ever calls you back. So that's know. that's why, you know, any time that that was a scene in the show, I, it just made me laugh. You know, like they always have uh, Lauren answering the phone, a.k.a. Lala. She's like, hello. Yeah. Oh, table for two. Yep. No problem. I can get you in at eight. It's like, yeah, that doesn't ever happen. Yeah. No one picks up the phone. I and um the other thing that they love to say is, tonight at Sir we have over three hundred and twenty-seven reservations for the night. Like they, <laughs> really? Do you really? <laughs> like even oh, e- even you know at, at limited capacity. That's strange. That reminded me of, okay, it's a new page. What's it called? Shoot. I did take a screenshot. Um, oh, it's it's give them blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah. I've seen that. I, I, I freaking love that page. Um, and it's, it's somewhat new. But she did the timeline like, okay, 
the timeline we've all broken down for you, but I understand there's some new listeners. If you go back to all of our episodes, we've recapped all of this. But I love how she touched on this because she was touching on the Brittany Jacks timeline and Aaron, Brittany's ex-boyfriend that she lived with when she met Jax, and really did some interesting uh, research where with some tweets that were deleted, but they found the screenshots. So you know how Brittany pretended she'd never watched Vanderpump Rules, and mm-hmm. you know, well, her mom did, but there was tweets of her and Aaron at Sir, um, you know, like the year before or five months before she met Jax. I'm like, okay, why would you come from Kentucky to LA and go to Sir? Unless you watch the show. Yeah. There are so many famous restaurants in LA that, trust me, I, you know, that's what I used to do. I lived there. I, even when I didn't live there, I'm like, okay, I want to go here, here, here. Sir was never on that list until the show came out. So it's like, Brittany, why did you go there? Before you, long before you met Jax, mm, some might say that's a little suspect. And then they also posted, and we knew this because we've reported on this in the past, but it was just a nice little uh, flashback on memory lane. On it was like three days before um, she met Jax in Vegas for Kara's birthday, and we know the story. And Aaron was on our podcast and he even told us a story like yes we were living together for many years we were together for many years we we had a little bit of a a a fight and then we made up and she invited me to vegas to hang out with her and kara and he said no just go hang out with your best friend have a nice birthday weekend in vegas and then like she posted that morning Oh, he's eating this healthy breakfast, and I'm, I've got these waffle or pancakes and eggs, and he's eating a veggie omelet. Um, like, it just shows. And she tagged him and everything. It just shows. And then she met Jax that weekend. So it's like, before, uh, like, even beyond what we already said and reported on, like, no, there was, there was a thing. They weren't broken up. And, and then... I don't know. Then, then their LA trips and their tagging of back and forth, like yeah, yeah. She just wasn't the innocent little bambi-eyed bitch that you know. Obviously, that's Raquel, but yeah, I, I'm a little more. I I didn't know. I knew her and Aaron went to LA and saw the sights. I didn't know they went to Sur though. So that was a a little yeah. Um, Yeah, I did not know that. Um, The other person that I would really like some help with, with like doing a deep dive on, is uh, Lala. I would like to know what her true journey was. Um, You know, we know all the facts that have been given to us by the show or whatever, but I would like to truly dive into that. I mean, she said, because she was friends with Danny and Madison that worked at Sur, and those were her friends from Utah, that she was there drunk and being crazy and looking hot, and Lisa approached her, would you like to work here? And that basically cast her. But we also heard that from Faith. Like, Lisa basically recruited and cast Faith. And she's like, I think you could bring some real drama because Faith was a badass. She's like ex-military. She thought she was going to just come in strong like kind of the way Lala did whereas Faith came in it's so fun watching season four as both of them are introduced because Faith came in really under the radar and all the girls including Katie 
Peter, Katie, Katie was like at the same time saying, no, I, well, you asked me to send you that uh, Bo and Stassi engagement video mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. And Katie's like, no, I am mean. I'm always mean. But Katie was such a fan of Faith. She's like, well, I really like Faith, but I don't know about this Lala person. But, you know, in Faith's words, and, and also we've seen this happen with other people, Lisa does seek out certain people that she thinks will light a fire under the cast and, and make a good show. Mm-hmm. And she certainly did that with Faith. She did it with Lala. And, you know, Lala's story on that has been pretty consistent. She's been on uh, way too many podcasts lately, but she does st- still tell that story that, Lisa saw me hanging out at Sir because she was hanging out with Danny and um, Madison who worked there and she just thought oh let's bring this little spitfire in. I just um, I guess what I'm really beating around the bush about is I also feel like she had like a slight obsession with Stassi and I feel like that is like carried through through the years and Chad actually brought this up he was like remember when they fought about their bridesmaids dresses you know like um i feel like lala has kind of always you know she's she doesn't say that she admires stassi but you can tell she looks up to her you know and uh, just and then the fact that you know she lived in stassi's apartment all the little things i I don't know i I would i would actual room yeah i would just like to look into that a little deeper and then always recounts Oh, I met you years ago, and I'll never forget it. We were on an escalator in Vegas, and I thought that girl, that girl looks like an older, like she aspired to be her, like older, cool chick. Where Saucy was actually one of the youngest in the, you know, OG cast, but Lala's, you know, younger than her. Yeah. And but Lala remembers that moment, so it's like, mm, yeah, you watched. Bitch. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, she talked about that on um, the podcast, uh, well, one of many, um, when she revealed, yeah, she lived in Stassi's room, and how she got cast, and, but but she had watched the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So. I just think I I just feel like to join the cast of a already, you know, um, a show that's already started, I feel like it would be rude to not watch like that would be like showing up and like i think it would be rude to not know what's going on so many housewives always say that they're like no i've never watched i'm like well wouldn't you want to watch for a research i understand wanting to come in and have a fresh outtake and like judge on your own personal experience but come on let's be real that's a that's a pc thing to say you're yeah. not gonna watch yeah, yeah. totally so, um, she, oh, well, speaking on Lala, she said she, um, well, she's been talking about her book a lot. She did not make the New York Times bestseller list, which she thought that meant she was a failure until everybody else told her, oh, no, you could make it week two or week three. You basically have a month. And then she's like, but I did make the national bestseller list. I don't know who that's put out by, but, um, you know, apparently you can still make it in week two, week three, week four. Again, I'd be curious to see by, let's just say, a month if she makes it. Yeah. I'd, I'd be very curious because, I mean, I was a little shocked by Stassi's, but Stassi had had months and months of promoting pre-orders, and that's really what makes the first week is pre-orders 
And then she had, yes, the in-person book signings and national tour, but also her podcast. And her podcast was, you know, back when podcasts, there there weren't as many as there are now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was always ranked and whatnot, so she had a much bigger platform. But I just, I still think regardless even if there was like in-person signings, I just don't know if she would have made it. Like if it was the same situation, because she, she didn't have the podcast platform Stassi had, the followers, the, I just. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I feel like, and I totally agree with like all those limitation that she, all those things that she's, obstacles she's facing because of what's going on in the world right now. But like, it still boggles my mind that literally she's in Target and on Amp, like all these, yeah. hu- like she's literally on the shelves next to Barack Obama. You know what I mean? Like she is, Yeah, I mean, no, she's, she's, impressive. she's definitely like, she's got a shot. Like, I, I don't think she can like be like, I'm never going to make it. This well, was, it. you know, like sh- her I books are there. That's because she has a legit book producer Simon and Schuster like they're you know no joke and that's what gets them the deals with Target is they make the deals it's not because they're like Target's like wait what Lala has a book it's the book publisher and that's right. the whole point of them and that's why you don't really make a lot of money on um, books you make it on you know tours and, and, and other platforms to catapult you to get those followers or you know to have some kind of tour of some sort, whether it be comedy or a podcast tour or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. And, and you know, and, and Stassi also was promoted on the show. She had a, you know, they talked about it before while she was writing it. Then as she released it, then they had a party. And, like, yes, yeah, so Lala didn't get to have any of that. Um, Tom and Ariana they did get to have all of that but yet they did not air them on the show at all they didn't promote them at all so you know and they i mean they've done a great job hustling that themselves like i feel like they didn't like sit in the corner and cry about it they they used what they had their platform to and i mean they've promoted that book in such a fun way and so i hope that you know, um, I have liked some of the things that I've seen from Lala. Like, you know, she's like, let me know if you've read it or whatever. She'll retweet, she'll restore you or whatever. It seems like she's trying to be um, more yeah. involved in, you know, people that are, you know, paying money for her book. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, she did the, um, obviously the LVP book signing, but then she did the one with Katie where Katie was a moderator um, and again, like I said, I go back and forth on Katie and her podcast. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. I don't think she was a, the best interviewer or moderator because it was a little slow and a little boring. And um, and then they got through it all. And really, she's like, Katie was like, well, there's no more questions. And I thought, I think they probably tackled like 10 to 15 questions. Um, it wasn't like they were out of time. She didn't say that. She's like, well, we have more questions. I'm sorry we didn't get to them all. Our time's up. She's like, well, there, well, well, there's no more, there's no more questions. So, and I thought, well, I think there's a lot of people that signed up for that, you, and that, you know, Katie Lala book signing. There's probably more than ten to fifteen questions, or was there not? Did only ten to fifteen people sign up? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's that's not a lot. 
Mm-mm. But but she literally said, well, we're out of questions, so. <laughs> but then people were at saying, did you watch the Wendy Williams? And I don't watch her, but I, I did pull up the clip then, and so I watched that. And uh, I loved Wendy Williams. was like, well, and here we have Lala. Lala, you're a fan favorite on VPR. And I'm like, uh, is she, though? <laughs> I um I've actually been like complete like really shocked about um you know anytime I post a picture of her or anything like that the reaction from the fan base is just like no no one's having it and I mean actually like I'm seeing like one fan out of 10. So um it'll be interesting to see how how she does this season. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't feel like I'm as fed up as some people and maybe like I am forgetting everything that I'm so mad at her about, but I still find her entertaining and I feel, I don't know, I'm, I feel, I don't feel bad for her, but I, I don't know. Oh, I don't feel bad for her, but I'm like, yeah, it'll be interesting to how she, um, how she fits in this year with like a different cast and, and that sort of thing. I mean, I did hear her on, I will say she's been on probably fuck, 25 podcasts. I did listen to the Heather McDonald Juicy Scoop one, and she revealed a lot more on that one, and Heather like really dove into the book. So I thought, actually, if you don't want to buy the book, you could listen to that podcast and get some of the probably, I don't know, probably the best stories out of it. Um, like she was so drunk and mad at Randall she drenched all of his clothes in the bathtub and then threw them in this super heavy duffel bag off the 17th floor of a hotel in Miami which I mean I'm really thankful that Heather said this that she was like you're lucky it didn't hit someone on the head because that could have killed them a heavy wet clothes duffel bag thrown off the 17th floor like yeah she's very lucky she's not in jail right now because that could have done some damage but you know and then the cops were called and she went into this thing that they were role playing I don't know somehow kind of got out of it but telling the the toothbrush upper ass story and and just some other things she did when she was wasted or younger or I mean you get to hear a lot of it there yeah so if you don't want to buy the book I mean I felt like I heard enough on that Mm -hmm. so I, I still don't need to, to read the book. I mean, yeah, sure. There sounds like there's some interesting stories, but and I don't know. I think we'll, we'll get enough recaps on. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need to buy the book or read the book, but uh, I don't know. Cool. But hey, let us know if you liked it. If there's if it's worth a read and. Good luck for her for Maybe I'll see if I can check it out from the library. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, do you have Give Them Lala? (laughs) I go ask my little library. Okay, well, most importantly, well, I heard this on, I only listened to part because then I got bored, Randall and Lala's podcast that Mm -hmm. Randall was there during this important moment, but then he wasn't there because he went out to dinner, but then he was back. Um, the most important news of the week is James and Raquel got engaged. 
Okay. Oh my God. That was so exciting. And I'm so excited. Yeah. And like, I don't know if you watched Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump, but he was hinting around and she was hinting around and he practiced by proposing to Lisa. And so you kind of knew it was coming. And, and, you know, thank God for James that he took one for the team and just waited for filming because he's smart and strategic and he knows what we want and he knows what he wants is airtime. And that worked out real well for Jackson Brittany. So thank you, James, for waiting. I mean, the only and one, that's what thats what the little special that I'm going to put online hopefully tonight, the only one who didn't wait was Lala and Randall. They're the only ones mm-hmm. that didn't have their engagement filmed. Yeah. So. And that, that was probably when he was still a little bit, uh, hmm, do I do it? Do I do this? Do I not do this? Like. I'm sure she would have loved it filmed. Because I remember um, his proposal came on my birthday and her birthday since we share a birthday. And um, they were in Mexico and he did like the firework proposal. Oh, you and Lala share a birthday? Yes. And you know what? Randall and I basically share a birthday when we're one day away. Oh, my. See? (laughs) I don't know what that proves. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I thought I would have some more like interesting news because they were all this this engagement everything they were all filming out in Palm Springs and I was also out in Palm Springs unrelated to this and Holly's like you have to update me have you seen it I'm like no but I also haven't gone out of my way I didn't go to La Quinta because I know Holly told me they're at La Quinta go to La Quinta I'm like it's just so far away and I had my own agenda and I'm like, what am I just going to walk around and like randomly, like, I don't know. I just didn't do it. I didn't make the effort. I'm sorry. I failed you guys. (sighs) By the time I got out there, I was just like, I had some traffic and I was like, I just need to get where I'm going. And then the next day it's like, I had my own plans and yeah, I know. And then also by the next day I was like, they're probably done. Cause I think they went, like Thursday, Friday. I don't know. It just is a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you could have driven out and said, I will meet you out there. <laughs> I know. I honestly, I should have because I should have. So, have extra bed. so I, I'll, I'll take a hit for that one too. Um, yeah. I just, I just didn't know, like, La Quinta, they, they shut it down for The Bachelor. That's where they filmed The Bachelor um, during COVID. And I just thought, is it going to be shut down? I'm going to be excluded. Then I'm going to look like the weirdo. But And we were trying to, like, deliver Sheena her baby gift. And then, like, we just keep missing timelines with our person in common that's going to deliver it. So then we were, I, we were talking to Sheena's mom, like, hey, can I just drop it by Sheena's gate, you know? And then she's like, oh, okay, well, let me check. But, you know, she was busy with the baby and filming, and it's just, it was a lot. And I just didn't want to be, like, I had my own plans, but also didn't want to be, like, super creeper or anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm sorry I disappointed. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm not a complete stalker. (laughs) Well, I I think that it would have been totally chill at La Quinta. You could have totally got away with it. But I get, I probably would have not wanted to do it either. So I get it. 
Well, by the time I got to Palm Springs and then we had dinner plans and then the night and then the next day, I was like, are they even still here? Yeah. And then do I, and then we had breakfast and then. Yeah, cool. that's completely, yeah. I, I I never stay in Palm Springs. I always stay by that La Quinta area. So I forget how out of the way that is. That is a solid, you know, drive. Well, yes, yeah, super far out. Well, like I was even 10 miles past Palm Springs, but it's even farther. It's like, yeah. Uh, straight up another half an hour each way. And then I'm like, well, if I was by myself, 100% would have done it. But yeah, plans with friends. Totally, and totally. So I was like, and I had like, it's just the biggest engagement seen. of the season, but no big deal. Just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> no, um, well, Randall missed it, and he was there, and he was part of the cast, and he still missed it. No one knew. So I, I don't even know. Well, clearly it must have happened like late afternoon because he said he was there, <clears throat> and then he went to dinner, and they came back, and they were engaged. So I felt it was like <clears throat> – I thought it was like very golden hour-y, you know? Hmm. So what, I mean, let's break it down. What do you think of the theme? What do you like? What's your your take on it? The you know he he went with the Coachella theme. I feel like that's like full circle for his you know his biggest dream was to DJ at Coachella. He created his own scene, his own dream, his own perfect life with Raquel. I thought it was very cute. I I did see some people say that they thought it was pretty cringy, but um. I think it's perfect for them, and I, I like it. Wait, was the engagement Coachella themed? Yes. Okay, I mean, I definitely saw the party, and I was like, oh, typical VPR cast. They're out there in Palm Springs. They're having their own mini Coachella. James is probably spinning, but I didn't know the engagement was around that theme. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was it, – it, it looks – I can't wait. Like, I'm so glad that they filmed I mean, it. I can't wait to see it. The only – troublesome factor in that is like yes it's very Coachella and that's their history but then part of their problem in the season before last was hope with the Coachella oh when we were at Coachella and Raquel was sleeping and like I mean that might be a little triggering but mm. yeah you know what I'm saying yeah um, I mean how many times did they go to Coachella together if they went like three times in a row cool perfect but if they were only in Coachella that one year with that scandal, you know, Christian brings hope kind of storyline, mm-hmm. then I might be a little triggered. But, you know, Raquel's a good sport. And I just want to say, like, I feel like my sister right now, because my sister used to always encourage uh, one of my nieces to play piano because she had these long, beautiful fingers that were just meant for piano playing or or I would say, like, maybe for magic tricks. Raquel has the most long, beautiful, slender, bambi fingers. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, when I see Raquel lately, I feel like I always knew that Raquel was a star. Like, I from the day, from day one, I was, I saw something in her. But she has, I mean, in a couple of those selfies where, like, she's in front and then it's, like, Sheena, Ariana, and then, like, way in the back is Lala. And, I mean, she's stepping up to be, um, like, a big-time player this season. You know, like, who would have ever thought our little Raquel yeah. would be, you know, up for a wedding special? Like, this is crazy the way 
the tides have turned. And I, I just, I can't help but wonder, like, you know, Jax is freaking out and you know, Kristen is freaking out because, um, you know, I know that people are like, she's in a happy relationship. She doesn't care. It doesn't matter. When your ex gets engaged, you feel it a little. It, even if you hate their guts, you feel it. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, I saw that posted somewhere. Like, is Chris, Kristen spiraling right now? Yeah. Do I think Kristen's in love with James? No. Do Would it sting? Probably. And also, yeah, she's in her own. She was like down, I don't know, or her and Alex were in like, Mexico or Bahamas or somewhere like she's on her own happy vacation and she's happy but I'm sure I don't know especially with all her friends married engaged or with babies or just to see the show moving on in that direction and and knowing that that, you know like I there's no way that there's not some some hard feelings there because she brought him on yeah and and he really admits that yes I used her as a tool as a a vessel to get more airtime to get on the show like he's admitted that so yes that would be very triggering for me that you started a show you made the show and then you bring on this person you're fired from the show and then they just thrived like that would be a hard pill to swallow well, after I started thinking about that, I started thinking about the other thing that I, w- I really want to do on the podcast, a mother-in-law special. Um, you know, our sweet little Raquel is going to have a new mother-in-law. And um, I, I just, I think that is definitely going to be an interesting sitch, you know, like to have her as a mother-in-law. But then I was thinking about all the mother-in-laws. Like we should really, I, I want, mother-in-law stories are my favorite favorite like I want to hear from you guys like awesome mother-in-law stories and then I want to like fan fiction out some mother-in-law stories about you know with Sherry and Jax and even you know Erica and um and Brock you know because there's there's such a new um I, I, and I feel like Erica is like probably like the best mother-in-law, not that yeah. uh, they're not married yet, but same thing, you know, like once you have a child and you have that person that comes in and, you know, is with their daughter, it's like, it is a new dynamic with the the husband sitting there. Like sometimes they have different opinions than you, or they, they think, you know, they want to raise their child different than how your mom did or something. I just, there's definitely tension. Well, yeah, that, it definitely that, that sounds happens. like Erica's always been on board like I think she's still friends with Shay she's still friends with Rob and Rob's parents like Erica's the ideal mother-in-law because she just gets along with everyone and I think Brock loves her I think I remember when Brock and Sheena first started dating he got Erica and Courtney her sister in cahoots with the whole surprise to Bali thing like, like I think she's golden mm-hmm. I think the Dana thing will be interesting. Um, well, we're not going to see it on the show, obviously, because Stassi's not on the show. But someone just posted um, a picture of Dana Schroeder, Stassi's mom, with her fiance, you know, who she's been with for a long time. But he looked like Bo in 10 years. And everyone's like, whoa, this is weird. Yeah, it's really, really weird. Did. Yeah, it's you creepy. Like, you can't unsee it. So I would like that mother in law to be included. Like, yeah, Stassi's not on the show, but. There's no reason Tina can't be because Tina be, is friends with Katie's mom I'm, and Sheena's mom. I'm wondering if they're possibly, like, if they are going to, like, if Stassi 
and Kristen are open to cross filming, you know, not being featured, but still being on the show, because I just find it strange, like that they all celebrated Mother's Day at Katie's house. All of the moms went over there with the babies. It just seems like kind of like too big of a production to not be a production. And then, you know, that shot of Kristen at Sir, where she's interacting with one of the um, managers or bartenders. I don't know. I've, I've got a little inkling that something's going on. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. Like, Lala's been asked this on every podcast. Will, like, if you have, let's say, a book signing party or a book release party and or a party, you know, whatever, baby party, will because Stassi and Kristen are her good friends, will you invite them? She's like, I wouldn't put them in that position she goes, I don't think that would happen. I wouldn't put them, and I don't think they'd be interested, and I wouldn't put them in that position to invite them. And then also I heard Alex Baskin on a podcast, and he was like, oh, no, we're not thinking. We're, we're, we're dealing with what we're dealing with right now. We've already been on hiatus for two years. We're just looking what's right in front of us. He goes, I know that sounds like a PC answer. He's like, I'm not not answering that. He's like, I, we haven't thought that far ahead because I think right now they're so far behind that they're trying to save whatever people have given up on. Um, so, he, you know, he could be fibbing, he could be not. But like both Lala and Al- Alex Baskin has said that. So I just, I think uh, they have the footage if they want it. I think they have begun true. to, I think they have it in case they want it, you know? Well, he did say that. He said the whole problem in this, because we haven't filmed since 2019, he said, all I've heard from the cast is, we have, you missed so much. There's so much you should have filmed. There's so much that I think they probably filmed on their own iPhones, and they're like, use this, use this. So he did hint around saying everyone was complaining that they missed so much Mm -hmm. that, mm, yeah, perhaps... But I, yes, I would love a show of Dana and Terry. And I mean, I could see Dana coming back because she's friends with she's best friends with Terry, Katie's mom, mm-hmm. and she's friends with Erica, Sheena's mom. And I, I'm sure they're you know friendly with Lala's mom, who and then Kristen's mom. I don't, you know she, she comes around here and there, but she's way part of that pack. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, just seeing like, a, I, I'm just seeing some little flags pop up. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully yeah. we'll get a good uh, handle on things when we can get out and talk to some people. I mean, I would welcome a mother-in-law. Yes. So we will be having a mother-in-law special on our show. I think it'll be really fun. For sure. Um, anything up with uh, Jackson and Britt? I just all I've seen is him doing Instagram ads, sitting on his toilet, and he's looking like a like a Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Like here's Johnny, like he's looking all like coked out with his vein in his forehead, like all like amped up. And I'm not saying he's on coke. I'm just saying he looks like old Jack's a little amped up, and he's doing some ads on his toilet. Not great. Not a great look. Yeah, um, yeah, not, I haven't seen much from them either, nothing to report on, and again, I'm just, I'm just, I'm kind of just laughing, um, well, I have seen some, some articles pop up, and I find it really interesting that, um, they're really still, I mean, obviously, they're gonna say, 
Vanderpump Rule stars Jackson Brittany, but a couple of them have like literally not said former Vanderpump Rule stars. Like they're still like heavily relying on, you know, saying that they are cast members yeah. of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. It's weird. All right. Well, good luck with your ads, Jax. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of, let's talk about this week's sponsor. You guys, I want to tell you guys about Fit Forever, what it is. It's a great health and fitness app. It's backed by doctors, pro athletes, surgeons, Olympic trainers, and physical therapists. So Fit Forever has developed a scientifically proven, medically backed fitness method that is shown to improve strength, flexibility, joint health, and posture, even in the first week when you're using it. So all you have to do is just download Fit Forever, take their quick assessment to get a personalized fitness plan specific to your body needs and limitations. I did notice this. Um, It's very specific to, you know, if you have hip joint issues or ankle issues or knee issues or elbow issues. Um, So it's really tailored around you. Um, I noticed that when I took the assessment. So in just 30 minutes a day, you can improve your, it's not just fitness, improve your health, your fitness, your overall mood. I know when I work out, my mood changes a thousand percent. Um, So I tried it. I like every day it's a little something different, but it's, like I said, just more than a fitness app. It's geared around your overall health and specific body issues. So what you guys can do is go to fitforever.com. It's fitforever.com. You can get a free one-week trial. And for you guys, our listeners, Fit Forever is offering $10 off their yearly plan. Just use code PUMPERS. And make sure you do PUMPERS in all caps because I learned that. So PUMPERS in all caps at checkout. So just go to Fit Forever and use code PUMPERS. Check it out. Nice. Cool. We have some birthdays and then we need to get into Season 4, Episode 2. Yes. All right. Shout out birthdays. Uh, May 16th was... Teresa Langware, who I went to Vanderpump Gardens with at Caesars Palace, uh, Angelique's friend, who has become a loyal listener and poster and member of our Facebook group. So appreciate you. Hope you had a great birthday, Teresa. Also on May 16th was Kat and Delt. She turned 30. And Marlena Renee, Marlena Renee and Christina Fosella, Nitty, all on May 16th. On May 17th, yeah, a lot of them. May 17th was Kirsten Berggren and Laura Smith-Haverly and Petra Redestrom. On May 19th, we had Chris Barnes and Stephanie Lynn Gresco and Candace Sanchez turned 30. So happy birthday, Chris, Stephanie, and Candace on May 19th. On May 22nd, coming up is Jamie Lynn Stevens. On May 23rd is Lindsay Benkel. Um, we missed her last year, so double shout out this year, <laughs> Lindsay Benkel, May 23rd. On May 24th is Rochelle Recchio Weber. And also on May 24th, special shout out to our fan fave OG all timer Maggie Madonia our favorite Maggie 
We love you, Maggie. I hope you have the best birthday. I hope you're, I'm sure you're going to get some, you're going to post some amazing recipe or go to some amazing bakery and post something that I'm going to hate you for. But, um, you know, I still appreciate it. And I appreciate all your recipes. They, they look delish. And congrats on everything you've done on your keto plan because she looks amazing and she's also like eating like a queen because her food looks fucking bomb. It does. So anyways, May 24th, happy birthday, Miggy. And Rochelle, Recchio, Weber. May 25th is Christy Bits. Uh, actually, no, it's not her birthday. Christy Bits' son graduates eighth grade. Aww. Guess <laughs> and then I'm just going to May 26th, and then we're going to continue it on. We're going to be back before then because we got plans this weekend. But May 26th, just in case, Trisha Kerrigan. So happy birthday, all of you guys. And thank you for being part of our Facebook group. You guys that haven't joined, it's Vanderpump Rules Party on Facebook. It's a free private group. You get all sorts of tea, insider info, special photos. It's fun. It's safe. You know, join it. And also follow us at Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram or me personally, Sarah C-O-C on Instagram. And yeah, we're good. I'm like, I'm not really fucking with Twitter right now. Are you? No. Haven't I haven't even opened it in like months or I don't know, maybe even a year. It's Who too knows? much. Like I, I can only, I can like barely handle Insta. We and can Yeah. Yeah, to keep up, to keep up with stories. And then, and then our, yeah, our group and everything. Yeah, it's like, I, I can't. If I were to keep up on Twitter, I would not be even in the group at all. It's just too much. And we got to go where our fam is, you know. That's, that's right. our group. That's right. Anything else going on, pop culture, BPR, anything before we get into the episode? Um, Let me see if there's anything else I want. Oh, um, I don't know how we missed this in our social media update. Um. Katie is dropping a new merch line for her podcast. Uh, are you interested? Are you kidding? Yeah. It's super- You're going to love me? Yeah. Um, it, you know what's really funny is like I, I, I didn't um, actually go look at the merch because th- she only does like a little snippet of her sleeve. And it's literally the same color of my shirt for uh, Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill. Like the same oh my color. Should like, we sue her for infringement? I, yeah, I um. <laughs> Maggie, can you help us out with that? I have <laughs> that. Like. I have that shirt hung. Like I use it. Like I could fold it, you know, because it's just like a t-shirt. But I have it hung on display in my closet, and I love looking at it. On display, on display. Oh wow! Well, that's some bold moves. Like I understand Stassi had a lot of merch because she had the podcast tour, and people bought that shit up including yourself yes. of basic bitch or basic AF or, but what, what is her? I bought the hot bitch. dog what one. Is, um, yeah. but what is Katie's? Whoa. Is it, you're going like to love me for eating the lettuce? No, like it, I would buy that. It's you're going to love me. But that's also probably like a infringement on, um, dream girls. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, Katie, market what you're good at. Like, you know what, though? You, like, our picture eating the iceberg lettuce. Classic. 
I also saw that she hit a million downloads, um, which was is crazy. Um, I mean, we also have hit a million downloads. Um, I didn't even, so like kudos to her team that is like telling her things to celebrate along the way. I think that's great because sometimes like, like we should celebrate every year of the podcast. We should celebrate big things like that that happen. And sometimes it's, you know, well, if we had a team, what I have to say. we need a team behind us. <laughs> she, no, well, no, they have them. Like she's on a platform. We've yeah. chose not to. We, I know. We've been I offered know. platforms. Okay. You guys, we have been offered to be on these hosting platforms. Katie is on the um, Dear Media Skin Confidential one, right? Dear Media. Um, Randall and Lala just went with Westwood One. I think the one that Heather McDonald left because they sexually harassed her and blah blah blah. And with that, when you sign your life away and your rights away to a platform, yes, in exchange they have to give you ads. But I've noticed on both of theirs, they're still not getting a lot of ads maybe they're getting paid more for them but like we are still independent and you know still randomly COVID hit quite hard um so you know uh, what a year or two ago we would get well maybe we do three in a podcast or something and now it's you know it's just changing and it's we're just doing it independently we have the option to do that but we like doing it um isn't uh doesn't watch what crap and still do it independently yeah i believe so uh yeah. they no, may it can have work. and you can have power and control well i don't know i haven't you you would know more than i would no that. i i don't know either but they've always pioneered their own path for sure you know they've um they've done some really cool stuff i mean we totally look up to them but i um i've always wanted to just like I want to always have my own thoughts and be able to control that. Like if we want to take our podcast down because, you know, we don't like the way it sounds, then we can do that. We don't have someone telling us to or, or you know. The, or just... the rights, the IP rights, because that happened with Call Her Daddy. There was a whole huge fucking thing with that. And they were a huge podcast. I mean, they're making millions. But there was a whole thing about the IP and the everything mm-hmm. and ownership. Yeah, and... it's crazy. But I'm just saying, like, going with a huge platform, like, Sheena's been with the platform and then switched to a different platform, and she still gets ads. I think she gets more ads than uh, Katie or Randall and Lala, and they're with huge platforms. So I don't know. Who knows? And who has the recipe? And we have the options and offers to try it, but we kind of just like what we do yeah i i mean still like you know i there's there's times where i thought we should do a patreon or something like that and you know we could do something like that but sarah and i have always just said we love bringing you guys a free podcast like that's like true like we love the show and that's what we want to do and really for this year that's what i want to focus on like i really want to be one of the top vanderpump rules podcast well sorry but I think that we are but um you know like I'm I'm really looking to be acknowledged a little bit more among the cast members and stuff like that that's definitely a goal that I have set for the podcast I mean that's our focus and our dedication Mm -hmm. and it's not money driven otherwise we would have gone for the platform um or the patreon and there's times that we've thought about patreon if we want to tell extra secrets or inside dirt but at the same time we are conflicted because we don't want to hold back 
Exactly. Like, yeah. It just wor- it just guys, well, if you want to hear the extra secrets, you have to pay for it. Yeah, like, we don't like we, yeah, we don't like that. So I think it works for us and our our community knows who we are and what we stand for and I think that's the most important thing. Um I do want to, you know, like I said, I'd like to be acknowledged a little bit more, but that's my only beef. Well, that's where you guys can come in and, um, you know, Instagram or tweet at people and be like, we love this podcast or leave us yeah. nice reviews or five-star reviews on iTunes. That'd be fantastic. Yes. But, you know, no pressure. Um, I did want to say, I forgot about this. Is anyone going to CrimeCon? Because if you are, please message me because I will be there in a couple weeks. Ooh, where is it? Austin, Texas. Cool. So, you don't know what crime... I know there's a lot of, like, true crime lovers in our group. And I'm sure someone will be there. That'll be so cool. I'm so excited. And I was supposed to go a couple years ago in New Orleans and... I've got changed, but I have, I've had this credit now for two years, and I'm finally going, and I'm so excited, and yeah, I'll report back on this. And also, I'm going to shop my new book there, because it's very appropriate. Yes. I <laughs> When we talk about a Patreon, this is why it reminded me, is if we do a Patreon, it may be because it's not necessarily we're giving away VPR secrets. Well, we may do that, but it might just be giving away, like, personal things yeah no I think I I, I want the masses to know totally I feel like that's the other thing that I would love to do this year on the podcast is develop our own platforms personally and I think Sarah you have to do that you have to um you have so much to tell and I I think everyone would really love that this book just keeps developing more and more layers that when I thought I was writing this book it was going to be done and then every week something else another layer unfolds and it's just I was telling some people this weekend in Palm Springs that didn't even really know and they're like oh my god this is a book this is a whole I'm like okay all right I'm feeling really confident it is (laughs) for sure so I gotta lay it out I gotta lay out the outline and work on the book it doesn't mean that that uh, has to precede the podcast or the patreon I just need to Get no, but I, but I, I think I think that um, you know how Alex Baskin brought that up. Like I feel like we definitely felt the pain during COVID with the podcast, and we're wondering where to go from here. And I feel like with season nine happening, we kind of have a second chance. We have a second chance at the podcast and reaching more people, and we have a second chance to really you know get our own platforms going and see what we want to do because we both love podcasting. And, you know, it's like another yeah, opportunity for sure. So during COVID and also when we weren't sure if V-Power was coming back, especially after firings and then COVID, you know, I talked to Holly. I'm like, what if we change it to reality party um, just to broaden our horizons, cover other reality shows, that sort of thing. I know there's, you know, there's so many podcasts on so many reality shows, but just to kind of double down in case VPR doesn't come back. Um, we didn't do that. I mean, I still want to, like I checked Peacock. I'm still waiting for Miami. Supposedly, it's supposed to be on Peacock. It's not yet. Um, Beverly Hills starts tonight. I'm a little excited for it. Um, and then Jersey Reunion. So, I don't know. I mean, like, whatever you can't watch, I'm I'm still fine to do a little solo bit and throw it up as extra contact uh, content. But um, have you heard when Miami's supposed to post? Because I searched it. 
No. But um, another, like, really exciting random thing, um, well, it was exciting at the time now, obviously, nothing's happening, but um, Alex Baskin just uh, announced that he's um, the the head dude on uh, Jojo Siwa's new show. She, Her and her mom are doing a show, um, kind of like a, a kid's, like... Um, they're putting together like a team, like a kid team, kind of like, like dancers, singers, triple threats. And um, a casting agent had reached out for Ronnie to be on the show. I, I think they start as young as, I think it's eight. So she was like a little bit too young, but they were still looking at her and they just announced like the show is like all systems go. I mean, obviously they didn't pick Ronnie, but it was fun that, you know, they even looked at her. So that was cool. Why don't you message him? But I was just like, oh my God, full circle that it was him. Like, what if, you know, uh, not that he would even know about our little podcast, but like, what if he's like, do you um, have a... (laughs) He was just on Kate. He was just on Kate Casey's. They yeah. talk all the time, and you and Kate Casey have yeah, your yeah. group in common for sure. I you should message him. I really, I actually do. I actually do message him a lot. Like I really like his content on Instagram and stuff. But um, no, I was just like Isn't he oh, the head of Bravo now, or he's just the head of Evolution. I think he's the head of Bravo. Yeah, I think because she interviewed him and, and and said he's ahead of evolution which i thought was like the bill and i thought he got that promotion but i i thought yeah he took over as the head of bravo now yeah he's big time yeah he came on on i just listened to hers at the gym today it was like two weeks ago she had him on mm-hmm. and i just listened to it and uh, i'm like oh my god he he sounds just like andy cohen i'm like oh okay yeah <laughs> it's, it's a good fit but yeah well, keep trying. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I um, I booked the hotel for Ronnie's Nationals in Connecticut because we just found out that she qualified, which is, like, huge. So, we... so, you guys, she qualified for three numbers for Nationals, and they have to fly across the country. So, it's like you're, like, legit, like, dance moms. I Like, I like, am Like, she's so, Maddie. Like, I'm literally going... For five days or, to Connecticut, like I, I cannot she's believe JoJo. it. And we're she's literally JoJo. like we're taking a bus and everything, like just like dance moms. Like yeah, I, she's JoJo because she's a triple threat because she acts, sings, and dances. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, let's jump into the epi. All right, you guys, season four, episode two. We start out um, Lala at the hostess stand. Doesn't even look like Lala. And I'm not saying good or bad. I know I'm not going there. I'm just, it looks like a different person. Yeah, this is um, going to be hard because I feel like I want to say that for almost everyone, for every scene, you know, Brittany included. Um, they just, you know, it's like when you look back at yourself, you know, five years ago and you're like, oh my God, like, what was I thinking not being like the happiest person ever at that moment? Right? Yeah, like, yeah. I look back at pictures of my 20s, and I think, oh, I'm this, I'm that, and now I look, oh, yeah, yeah. I it's, really, what's a bomb? Like, yeah, like, I remember, like, criticizing, like, a dress that I wore, or and now it's like, oh, like, I'm ready to, like, slather that picture all over on, you know, the internet, because I look amazing. And um, yep. that's kind of the feeling that I, I mean, just all of their facial features are so defined, because they're just so young. Like, they are just fresh yeah. meat coming onto that show. Yeah. And then, so Lisa's talking to her, and she's like, well, just be careful, you know, there's some predators around here like Jax, and he's, he's, you're exactly his type, and she's like, "Mm -hmm." well, I'm everybody's type, 
which it is a classic line. That is a great line to come back with. Yeah. And everybody's type. Yeah. I, I like to go with that. And then they show Katie training Faith um, like table layout and then LVP like, you know, grilling Faith. Where's table number seven? And Katie's warning Faith like LVP's the most intimidating person in the world next to Beyonce. Like, okay. I, I think I would actually feel less intimidated by Beyonce than LVP. I don't know. It's kind of like she's got that Bethany Frankel thing. And I was listening to someone. Oh, they, oh, it was Alex Baskin talking about shooting Bethany's show, The Big Shot. And he's like, no, she's very intimidating to everybody. So I, I actually kind of think it would be like easier to hang out with Beyonce than like Bethany or even LVP. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, like, I've always dreamt that, like, if I got a chance to work for Lisa, like, she would love me so much because I would go above and beyond to, like, you know, make sure, like, kind of how Sheena does, you know, like, Sheena, yes, like, I feel like, like, she would like that, but then I also feel like she may be, like, critical of the extra details that I did, like, if I did too much or if I, like, I don't know, like, I get the same feeling, like, it gives me anxiety, like, would I be able to keep her happy i don't know yeah exactly um well then sheena rolls in and i forgot how horrific these purple dresses were i mean they're just truly awful (laughs) she rolls in in her purple dress and everyone else is in their purple dress so it has nothing to do with sheena it's the dress the dress is just awful so she rolls in and she goes up and talks to jesse montana and katie so it'll be interesting to see how much Jesse Montana has filmed this season because he is at every party and hanging out constantly with Sheena and James and Raquel and Ariana. And so we'll just see. It'll be interesting to see if the editors keep cutting him out like they love to do. It looks to me like he's possibly getting a little bit bigger of a, a spotlight on the show. But every year I think that, and yeah, like you said, it doesn't happen. I mean, I think because of so many people cut and it revolving a little bit more around Sheena and the people she actually hangs out with and also James hangs out with him, Ariana hangs out with, like, well, yeah, we'll see. And also their criticism for diversity, you know? Yeah. He, 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 he begs two punches and he's gay and not white. So... If they keep cutting him out, it's like, okay, what do we... Because I don't think they've added any... Not that we've seen any other real diversity. Uh, I think they have. Um, we should do... We'll do that in the next episode. We'll, um, on our trip to Sir, we'll make our little outline and uh, update you guys on what we think is happening. Okay. Cool. Well, they're talking about James getting shit-faced the, you know, last episode. And then Kristen finds out that James hooked up with Jenna, who it's so interesting to the, the way, you know, how we see everyone now. Like, you know, we knew Jenna as one of Sheena's bridesmaids. And then she became the personal trainer for Katie and Lala and Kristen. And, and then, which is so funny, since she hooked up with James and just just a funny uh, remember Lala was 
bringing her on the PJs everywhere with her and Randall to keep Mm -hmm. her trained and everything. Yeah. And it's like, this is Sheena's friend. Like, I don't know. I don't know how everyone feels about Jenna. I don't know. I actually haven't asked Sheena or anyone else. Um, But, like, for me, I'd kind of be like a, it's like a low situation. Like, yeah, Rachel O'Brien brought in low, and then she just, like, yeah, I don't know. I have to give the the seems to be cool with everyone. Though, yeah, so. I was gonna say I have to kind of give the cast like credit for that because they the, well they really let people in and they don't ever really make a stink about saying like you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for me. Like they just let everyone in. Like I'm obviously like the, you know not well, ev- some people let everyone in. E- yeah, Sheena but Sheena lets everyone in. But not the, but everybody else. But then those people skip around to everyone else. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like they, I, I don't know. Yeah, they stay. Anyways. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so the timeline was so after the what the Andaz fireball pool roller skating into the pool thing at it's Sheena's party Shay calls James and Jenna and Uber at 3am so the Uber is supposed to drop James off then Jenna but the Uber never makes it to Jenna's so apparently yes at this time Kristen and James are not living together but then James calls an Uber from his house to Jenna's home at 6 a.m., which is known now as the Smoking Gun Uber. Yes. And investigative genius Kristen Doty gets this information, which is <laughs> fantastic. And in her book, and just fucking genius, because also we're dealing with like five, six years ago. So to, to be on top of your game when Uber really just kind of came out, you know? Yeah. Like, she's on it. She He left his email open. She saw the Uber receipt and his email from point A to point B. She knew this was Jenna's address. My question was, because James is like, oh, yeah, she, we, we just dropped off because turns out she only lives four blocks from me. I'm like, here's my one question. Jenna is a personal trainer why is she getting an Uber to go four blocks? Why don't you just walk home? If it was 6 a.m., the sun's out. Why don't you just walk home? Yeah. It's kind of strange to get an Uber at 6 a.m. Yeah, I don't know. I've never done that. But, um, yeah, I probably would totally walk. That's more my style. And the other thing I was thinking about too is because I thought they went to Jenna's but when rewatching this episode you know they were at James's and I thought wouldn't you be paranoid James with especially a girlfriend like Kristen like that either she'd be there she would have like you know had the manager let her in or she had a key I'm sure she secretly made a key when he was sleeping um, or that she would just show up and knock where are you um pretty ballsy yeah but the other thing if if he if they would have gone to jenna's she would have tracked him and he would have been caught even quicker than he was caught with the uber thing (laughs) (laughs) you know she probably was like okay he went home and then you know let it go oh and didn't realize that he had a visitor 
Yeah. Right. Cause she didn't call the Uber. She did. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. Oh, my God. All right. So then Lala asked LVP and Diana about the schedule. Um, am I going to be on the schedule soon? And they're like, why? And she's like, well, I have a booking in Italy from Thursday to Monday um, in Venice. And they're like, oh, when is this? And I just think, first of all, it takes a day to fly to Italy because you lose a day plus the, the airtime. And then, so Thursday, you get to Friday, you come back Monday. So you're going there for two days. That seems really suspicious. And I mean, I don't think I she's. Mean, I don't think she's hiding that it's suspicious. Like she's straight up. Oh, she was saying no. She was saying a modeling gig. She was standing strong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you think about it, yes, it makes sense that you would leave Thursday. You'd get there Friday to get on the yacht. And you'd leave Sunday after the weekend yacht, and mm-hmm. you'd be back Monday because you gain time coming back. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense for a yacht party. It doesn't make perfect sense for a modeling shoot, especially on a weekend. And like you know, Katie said, I'm gonna. F- there's plenty of models in Italy. They're not. You're not a supermodel. And then Katie's like, or uh, Lala's like, so what are you saying, Katie? I can't be a supermodel. Well, yeah, no, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) You're too short, and yeah, no, but okay. They're not going to fly you to Italy for that. You're not Sports Illustrated, where they're flying you to Barbados. You're not that girl yet. And now she's trying to be that girl. Like, yeah, it's crazy, because it's like, even even that reference is like outdated, like Sports Illustrated. Now it's like, you're not Kendall Jenner, you're not Gigi Hadid, you're not, you know, yes. It's crazy. No, Katie, Katie and Chino were totally right. Um, so then Katie and Chino are talking about Psycho Kristen taking uh, the Jenna thing out on Sheena, like blaming Sheena. Um, you know, just like, it's your friend and she's a whore and she hooked up with my boyfriend. And again, just making Sheena the punching bag and whatever. Um, but while they're out rehashing that, Katie, you know, Katie and Sheena are friends at this time. Katie's like, yeah, it's it's not cool, man. She shouldn't be taking out on you. This is the season we loved, Katie. Remember? We loved yes. Katie season four. Yes. Loved her. That, I, and I, I think that's why I'm, like, so excited that we're watching this season back right now because it's giving me so much hope for season nine um, for Katie. And, like... I don't know. I, I feel like Katie deserves a good season. You know what I mean? Like she's been there from day one. She deserves this. Um, everyone, you know, I just, I, I'm excited. I really can't wait to see what they do with this. Yeah. And she's going to be in, yeah, in the middle of it a, a little bit because she's, you know, she's not super close to Sheena, but they're friends. Mm-hmm. You know, she was invited to Sheena's baby shower and all that, but then she's, also pretty close with Lala so that's going to be I hope yeah and I kind of hope that they get more into like the Tom and Tom relationship and like you know if there ever is tension between her and Ariana you know because of decisions that are made and you know like I'm just wondering if they'll show some of that because I I'm interested in that dynamic yeah so then while they're out talking in the classic alley 
Jax and Brittany show up, and this is when Brittany shows up in her classic little lingerie romper, and with her thousand watt sherry smile, pageant smile. I mean, she had a great smile. I mean, it. This was this. I have such a fond memory of this moment, not only because we saw Brittany like the next day at the pool, but um, you know, like just like the whole just her coming and all of that was was she was so excited to talk on oh what was it called periscope yes periscope <laughs> is obsessed with periscope and then he got tired of it this is too much for me Brittany. i need a shot my dad's gonna pay for it Brittany, you take it over and then she's in the pool and she's like hey y'all yeah i'm jack's new girlfriend just moved here yep yeah and she was so excited and so happy and like a thousand watt smile the whole time because she was like getting some a little bit of fame on periscope with all the little messages bubbling up with the little bubbles and the hearts (laughs) you know i mean you you've really got to hand it to her i mean even like the things that she's lisa gave her shit during this whole you know interaction of basically saying i'm not looking for another one of Jax's giggling girlfriends to come in here you know and she was really playing on how you know wide-eyed Brittany came into the restaurant and she sat there and she took it and she's like well I you know I would I'd like the opportunity like I thought she handled herself really well well. two things so there's a couple things that I know Brittany said later on but she didn't say this in the episode she goes I didn't know I was going to meet Lisa but she's always stuck by that that's why she said she went to wear that outfit but they're walking in and they're talking to Sheena and Katie in the alley and they're like, yep, oh, she's coming here to meet Lisa. Yeah, I'm going to talk to Lisa about a job. It's like, so wait, you did know then because you were already in the parking lot. Like you could have like changed. Dude, they had to so mic her up. Just... They, she had to get mic'd up. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. made, she made that choice. And, and again, if she didn't make that choice and production told her to put that outfit on, like brilliant storytelling like it's so good you have Brittany come from Kentucky wearing this little romper Lisa rolls her eyes I mean it's brilliant it was like it looked like a a negligee because because of the lace yes Yes. it's a romper and yes it's very LA and it's fine but not for a job interview no even at a racy place like sir yes sir is still not hooters okay Mm -mm. and when she rolled in I had to rewind and rewind because I, I think I missed this, you know, years ago. We weren't podcasting, so I wasn't paying attention to details in season four. Lisa is just fixated on her bottoms. And when you, she rolls in, she's still standing with Jax because the romper is loose. The shorts are super short, but they're loose. It's not like a tight, yeah. you know, where you can see in at an angle. You can see her crotch at an angle and Lisa's eyes are fixated on her crotch because she could because Lisa's sitting down so her eye level is straight into these loose romper shorts straight at Brittany's crotch and you see Lisa looking and that's when she's like oh. that's why she said put some trousers on next to time you come because I actually understand that and I appreciate it because the angle she had and how short and loose that fucking romper was 
it was like a nighty negligee. It was not like a true romper. Like I hope Brittany kept that romper because, like, imagine like if you like collected it's like, like a Monica Lewinsky dress. It's, yeah, and, and Kristen's green dress in the oh, house of oh my god when she goes to get her of, get her mail. Yeah, but remember how that dress got into the museum of yes. For, arts or whatever yes yes the green dress to get the mail and the dvr player goes right along with that romper for sure and Monica Lewinsky's dress you know I'm trying I'm trying to um raise money for this trip to Connecticut for Ronnie and so I've been I've been selling stuff on that Mercari what is that what it's called Mercari and um I was just right now I was just I typed in Vanderpump rules because I was like I wonder if anyone is selling either you know I've seen people sell their uniforms before or like I wonder if there's anything any cool merch on here and they have for sale um one of the dresses that Sheena wore in like season two for $133. They have Stassi's dress that she was like, uh, when she was had her murder party, you know, when she was like all upset that um, oh, yeah, Patrick that didn't come. You can get that dress thing. for $85. You can get um, Lala's lip gloss. Like, I don't know if I'd buy lip gloss from a used like Ew, website. Gross. They say no. it's new, but you know they used it. And then also, right now, you can get a great deal on a um, chilling official hoodie by Tom. Uh, It's available for $14. Okay, I was going to say, please, can you just not tell me it's like $85? (laughs) Okay, $14, that's appropriate. Cool. And then uh, there is a Vanderpump Rules. uh, um, It's actually a a Tom Tom sweatshirt that is sold for $27. So people are into it for sure. Well, that's fine because they never have fucking merch stocked. So $27 is quite a steal. I know. That one is actually priced well. (laughs) I mean, Holly, didn't you get yours end up? Wasn't it free? Didn't Logan hook us up? Uh, Yes. Yes. And we We were going to pay $100, but then he just, I think he just gave it to you, right? Yes. And then we we gave that away and, and mailed it out, I believe. The good Logan, not Logan now. Yes. Get low, 89 Logan. That's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Hopefully yeah. we'll see him Friday night. Yeah. Anyways. Interesting stuff. Yeah, good times. I'm going to start collecting I, now. Well, let's look on eBay and see what, what's up on eBay for v, VPR stuff. Okay. Might be kind of fun. Yeah. Okay, what else is going on on this episode? Well, I love that, like, so Jax invites Lala to the Surly Goat, and everyone's kind of, and he finds out she lives in Stassi's old room with Danielle, but I love how, like, everyone's like, dude, you just had Carter two days ago at Sheena's party, and now you have this girl moving in, and, and, God, what was Brittany thinking when she watched this season? All his lies, like, no, I didn't flirt with Lala, as he flirted with Lala. Oh. As he lied to everyone about how unimportant, oh, I can relate to this, this fucking sucks, how unimportant Brittany was and how he hid her from everyone. Like, how, how 
God. I, yeah, I. This this uh, that? this whole scene was just classic Jacks. Like it actually reminds me of like a shark. You know, like when they're like circling, like you know, an animal that's bleeding or something. Uh, you know, Brittany's in the other room. You know hanging on for dear life trying to get a job in LA so she can stay you know her eyes are just like have like dream in them and and then Jax is at the bar inviting Lala you know fully like right in front of Katie just like hey if you want to come you know like he's just so sleazy this was like he was just just like this was like I, I thought there was Brittany did not have a chance at this point I was like there's no way yeah I'm sorry, I have to interrupt. Um, so I just had to peek at eBay as we're talking. Do you know that someone, someone <laughs> legit, a multitasker, someone legit is selling. This is how what it's titled: rare Vanderpump cocktail garden napkin. Vanderpump rules <laughs> for nine dollars and ninety eight cents. <gasps> like Sarah, you could have gotten a stack, and we could be oh making my God. so I much will money. Go, I'll sell it for a dollar. Oh my God. Like oh, this is genius. Is that crazy or what? Ten dollars okay. for a napkin. All right, you know what? Damn it! Why didn't we look at this earlier? Okay, I'm gonna go back. I get free rooms. I'm gonna go back and just collect napkins and posters <laughs> and matches or whatever. The I fuck mean, I can, get my hands can you imagine if we would have taken a napkin from Sir before they went and borrowed them from Craig's? By the way, my favorite rapper has been at Craig's so often that like 100% that's where we're parking when we go in case he's there again. Drake has been at Craig's like three nights a week. Okay, well, I've been dying to go there with you, but like, you know. I, I would, I mean, I... I, oh, I you have these like burdens on you called children and I know. Like, God. It's really fucking putting a hindrance on my... Seriously. Life. Mine too. Well, fucking, it's been close anyways. L.A.'s been a zombie land. Yes. So I've been, you know, talking to my friends. And I'm like, I don't know what you all are talking about. Or all he heard, like, um, Ryan Bailey was like, I don't know what I'm going to do when the bars open. I haven't been out in a year, year and a half. How will I talk to people? And for me, it's just so, like, I, I guess I can't relate. Like, I know we're only, like, 45 minutes away or an hour away. But, like, it's just, it, L.A.'s just been such a different world than Orange County or even San Diego like it's just bizarre to me but everything is so much more closed and shut down and then I don't know it may be because it's spatially restricted you know Orange County is more land so people can do the sidewalks and the streets close down the streets and that sort of thing I don't know but I've I've wanted to go to these places and just we've not been able to. So now we can. Yes. I got real quiet there for So my 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 um one of my girlfriends who's going to Connecticut was like, Are you sure that you can book the room, you know, like with not being charged? And I was like, Yes, my friend Sarah said do it and it oh. totally worked. So so I'm okay, like, do it. Judging me on my like COVID conversation, I'm like, no, I'm safe no, no, well. no, no. I've, I've been very responsible and very safe. I'm just saying, there's been different like situations happening, and so I, we have not been to L. Well, you have. I have not been to LA, so it, 
it's, it's, it's harder to relate because where I've been, there's been outdoor venues and access and, and things. So it's just different. But anyways, I thought you were silently judging me, but no, no but I, um, (laughs) I haven't, um, yeah, I, I haven't been out as much either. And I, I like, I've literally been waiting to walk the streets of West Hollywood again, but yeah, it's been crazy. Right. So then we move on to oh, Tom. They're getting Cordo, and he's 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 baby talking Cordo, Cordo, buddy. He's like, and then this is the season when Schwartz has those like possum like splotchy mutton chops, and you're like, oh, this is the season when everyone turned on Schwartz. Like everyone loved Schwartz before. They thought he was so cute and so charming, and and now it's kind of like. Uh, it's not just it's not a looks thing it's like you're getting a little sketchy man but he's also getting a little lazy and a little uh uh but i mean he does turn it around because he engages um that season by getting engaged but it's it's just the first season where we've seen shorts not look so cute yeah it's kind of when he turns a corner because everyone season one two three when he was not a main cast member yes. they're like we love him yes the heartthrob the underdog for sure so so this was the year of the perm and then the splotchy possum likes mutton chops it just it didn't work it didn't you know just if if you can't fully commit then you know you just got to go with like the scruffy goatee or something you just you can't have it half like splotch and it, it just doesn't work on anyone yeah i don't care who you are I don't care if you're brad pitt doesn't work totally anyway so oh, okay so then beautiful scene kristen walks into the hutchinson grill with that oh face like she's literally walking in and all i can hear is like ronnie and watch her crap is oh like, yes she's not even saying it but that her face is saying Ooh, yes. I want to do that. So she's walking in to meet James to confront him on the Ubergate. Yes. And she's in this teeny tiny like spaghetti strap like beach cover up outfit. Like literally looks like a beach cover up with spaghetti straps. But then she has this huge statement necklace on. Which I'm thinking, do you think this is a Stassi and Dina creation? This is still when Stassi was trying to push those statement necklaces. Yes. The Luann. Yes. (laughs) It it was so, like, overpowered. Like, you're in this little beach cover-up, but then you have this, like, giant heavy metal. I mean, that's the other other thing that's, like, super wild to watch, you know, going back in these these seasons is it's, like, I read... I remember when that was like cool you know um it's like kind of like the outfit that I went to jail in you know like I was wearing a beach cover-up I wasn't wearing a statement necklace but I could have you know what I mean like that was kind of the the thing Stassi was coming out with like her line of like because Dana actually does kind of cool jewelry it's very dainty and light and like 
I like a lot of Dina's stuff, but Stassi's stuff was like just this heavy metal. It was Luann in New York did it too. Heavy metal, huge statement necklaces. And it's just like, whoa. What's yeah. Going on here? Yes. Like you could wear it with like a long pantsuit jumpsuit, but like she's in this dainty little beach cover up and then there's just like, boom. It's very much like I am the devil, you know? <laughs> like I think she looks in the mirror and like that's how she gets dressed. So she's in that outfit and she confronts James and I mean he is just well first of all a she's a genius because you know she's got this nailed down she's got receipts and she's like so you didn't um, sleep with Jan- Jenna she didn't come over to your house and he's like no no just lying straight to her face and then she confronts him with the Uber receipts and he starts laughing like a fucker oh fuck and he's laughing he's like oh god damn it (laughs) we're just having fun and Kristen's eyes are like the blackest death stare ever like deadly death stare and she's just seething and he's just like oopsies I mean he doesn't even try to like like he's laughing and this is why you know he just used her to get on the show because He's laughing because he's so fucking busted, and she's just, like, seething, as she should be. And then, I mean, good for her. She's like, we're done. You're a fucking liar. I'm done. I don't need this. And she walks away. She storms away. Like, I'm just waiting for, when's the season when she hobbles away on the crutches? Like, I'm waiting for that. But that was so good. James is like, don't walk away. You always do this. Just walk away. But what got me, I was thrown. She's like, we've been dating a year and a half in her confessional. I'm like, wait, they've already been dating a year and a half in season four? Like, I realized we fucking missed Miami Girl, and we missed, like, when her whole first year with James, she used James to take down Tom. Yeah. And remember, we were always like, what boyfriend is not going to be like, you're obsessed with your ex-boyfriend. No, That's remember how boyfriend. sad he used to sit there? He used to sit there like yeah. so, like she'd be like, what do you think, Tom, what? I hate Tom and Ariana on it together, don't you? And he's like, I don't know, uh, yeah, I guess. Like it was like so sad. He's like, I don't care and you shouldn't care. If you actually love me, you shouldn't care. And she's but, like, I know, just be quiet, Jane. Like it was Just like, do what I want you to do. Yeah, when they fight, it's like one of the most magical things I've ever seen on TV because um, Kristen gets so mad and like you said she comes fully prepared like she know, like she's going into battle but James does not care so it's kind of this like weird thing that balances her out to where like she gets super mad and he then he gets annoyed and then he starts laughing and then she's just so frustrated that she can't stand it's like this it's it's wild laughing I was so true I was like Oh my god, that is so horrible that you're like smirking and laughing, and she's and there's just like, there's nothing that pisses off a crazy person more than being oh, laughed at. Oh my god, I you know, can't even imagine. Like I would like, come unglued. Thank God she went to anchor management after that because I think she had to, or she'd be unsnapped right now. Yeah, because the way he reacts to her, like first of all, she's crazy and she does her research, and yeah, she's a little crazy, but he's made. She, it's just like your book. He's making her crazy. Yes. But he's 
adding fuel to the fire by smirking, laughing, going, <laughs> yes. And like, it's horrifying. Yeah. I feel for her so bad. Totally. And, you know, and then you have to remember what she was dealing with here. This is she's been dating him for a while now and I'm sure catching shit from her friends about why she's with him. Um, everyone know, knew that oh. she was, she was with him because she is trying to make Tom jealous. And, yeah. and so I think a lot of what you're seeing is her being mad at herself that she's even in this situation. Yeah. And then him laughing was just like, it, it's over, like she's done. Like she, and she can't even, Let's not forget, this is also around the time when she found out his mother was using her credit card. Yes. Which, again, is why I want to talk about the whole mother-in-law thing. Like, I feel like Raquel is so sweet and, like, such a giving person that I just, I wonder how this is all going to go down. Well, I'm just glad Raquel's in the position she's in, too. Hey, she has her degree. She has a job. She's getting paid from the show. Yes. But she's not in a position for him to use her. She also seems very strategic about the choices that she has made from the time that she's been on the show. If you think about it, like she has really, she's kind of a Britney story, you know, like she has held her own, made her own name for herself. Almost to the, yeah, almost to the point where we're interested in her separate from James. Just like if Jax were to do something to Britney, pretty much all of the fans were like, we would still want to know what happened to Britney, you know? For sure. Like that's why at, at one point, when he cheated on Brittany with Faith, like Brittany actually kind of had a really good shot at being the bachelorette because mm-hmm. everyone loved her at that point and she was harmed. And yes. She was everyone's golden girl. Raquel, same thing. Yeah. When, and especially last season when Raquel snapped back at Lala and stood up for herself, we're like, yeah, you fucking go. I feel okay. like, yeah, I feel like she's really worked on herself and she's taken kind of the criticism that people had about the way she talked or whatever. And I feel like she's worked really hard during quarantine too. Like, remember all the stuff she did? Like, she was like, how to wrap gifts. Like, she was like always keeping yeah. herself busy. And I think she's really built a little well, community and, up for herself. And James doesn't need to use her to get on the show because he's already on the show. Exactly. So, like, she can be it's, secure in yes. their love because it's like, oh, they it's just a, love being around each other. Yes, it's a total, like, different dynamic. It's 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 very yeah. interesting for sure. So then Kristen storms away and she gets in her newly plated small BMW convertible. I did feel her pain and her tears at that moment. But, um, yeah. Remember, and she's like, she talked about that. She's like, no, I could only afford a 2011 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like a five to seven year old BMW, which I appreciated. Again, like I, this was like, it was always really fun following their success. You know, they really, they, we, we know this from them telling us, but also we witnessed it. They were like, down and out actresses and actors when they first started and then slowly they started making more money and yeah we saw her get that bmw we saw her challenge up again like they they really and like when um james said to sandoval like, i'm in front of my beamer and i'm not you're a honda accord because like did sandoval still have like the honda accord at that point or i something? think so yeah and then remember what did stasi have season one i know she rolled in in her baby blue Toyota Corolla convertible or or, or Solera. Yeah, Solera. 
and thinking she was the bomb ass shit rolling up in Beverly Hills in that Toyota. Um, but what'd she have before that? I forget. Wasn't it like remember in Schwartz had the mini? Yes. The Cooper. Oh, we should. You know like, what? I'm gonna do a piled in there to San Diego. I'm gonna do a car timeline. That's a great idea because you know you got Jacks with the Navy Seal sticker. You've got um, yes, that's a, that's a great I idea. Jax was like a Ford Ranger or something. It wasn't even like a Tacoma or something. I feel like it was like a Ranger. Well, I thought it was like a Silverado. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh fuck no! It wasn't that big. No, it was like a pickup. It wasn't a truck. It was like a pickup. Really? Yeah. Let's go watch. Okay. <laughs> I was like that it's it's burned into my memory when Stassi's smoking her cigarette out the door and like they're fighting, you know. I but maybe I'm wrong. That's hilarious if it's a ranger. So, I love when um Sandoval is super confused with Carter versus Brittany and like he says, "Dude, you you just had Carter here 2 days ago." And then when he actually meets Brittany, he's like, "Uh dude have I met you and she's like yeah you have and he's like oh I'm sorry like it's so like not Sandoval because Sandoval usually comes off as the genuine person that remembers people but granted he doesn't remember us so fuck it yeah fucking memory um I just feel like it was just kind of funny and like a little checkmate to her like oh I'm sorry I don't remember you yeah totally Um, loved when he made fun of Jax because they had just done the Jax confessional. He's like, oh my god, it's so nice to meet a small town girl. These LA girls are blah blah blah. And then they panned to Sandoval going, dude, I can just hear Jax like, oh, these LA girls are all like gold diggers and like, oh, I want a small town girl. Like, it was like he said exactly what Jax said in his confessional. Oh my gosh. Anyways, um, oh, yeah, and then, so when Brittany rolls in to meet all of them, I just remembered, okay, Jax rolls in in another chunky sweater, so this is season four, he's still, still trying to make yeah. and then Brittany rolls in what Angelique and I call wiener rolls, like, she had done, like, the Orange County housewife rolls, but forgot to, like, finger her or you know like yes roll them out yeah they're like wiener rolls they look like wieners <laughs> like because you look in the 80s a lot of girls did that wiener roll in the front and then the back of their hair was like straight kind of like a like a mullet like a yes. wiener roll in the front and then they they didn't think about the back of their hair so angelique and i always call them wiener roll girls and uh, that's pretty much what Brittany rolled it into because she had these wiener rolls that she had it fingered <laughs> out, like to get the finger wave kind of thing, or the the true OC housewife look. But she hadn't figured that out yet, maybe. And so it was like straight piece, and then like a tightly wound wiener roll. Oh my <laughs> it just, gosh! It just cracked me up. It reminded me of like you know, junior high and good times with my friend. Totally. And so I, even though that was the look, we still made a fun of it when it was the look. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? Okay. Um, yeah. And, and then we have Sheena and Ariana talking about how Kristen won't stop texting and about the whole James and Jenna thing. And she's pissed at her because um, I could just imagine Kristen texting and being like, 
why aren't you on my side? Why won't you tell me exactly what happened? Like, what's going on? Like, I could just see, like, yeah. that would be exhausting trying to deal, like, calm Kristen down. Yep. Yep. What about the part when Jax was talking about um, making Brittany put on Converse All-Stars with no socks? Okay. Having her walk around the block to get her feet all stinky and shove her dirty, stinky feet in his mouth. I can't. Like, (laughs) I, for some reason, like, that has stuck with me through the years. But, like, it's so descriptive. And, like, for some reason, I can, like, completely see the inside of the, like, I, I know what that converse inside looks like. And it just, like, I, I could gag. I could gag. Ugh. Yeah. Yuck. Like, and specifically, without socks, walk around the block, get them all stinky and dirty. Ew. Like, I understand, like, a foot fetish, but wouldn't you want, like, a nice spally, oh, I just got a pedicure and my feet are like, oh, okay, I'm into sucking toes, but nice clean toes. Like, I'm not into that, but, like, but dirty, stinky, like, Ew, ew. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't like. This is like when something like this happens on a reality show. I ask myself, I and I say, Holly, if you were on a reality show, could you go this hard, you know, to share something like that that it like stands no. out different from everybody, and like, could you be cool with your friends and family hearing that come out of your no. mouth? And I, I. That's where I don't know. I I I, I couldn't. Ronan. No, not for the paycheck. Like we were talking about this weekend. Like when I'm talking about what's my book, I'm like, oh yeah, I'd be a, like a great content for a certain show. But I go, I would never ever do that. And especially for the paycheck that I see the show that I'm talking about gets, I'm like, ah, uh, no. Even VPR money, still not enough money. Not I know money for me. Not I to know. crucify my life for. Not so like in that way, like I, I'm kind of like impressed with them. Like like Jack's in particular, um He just doesn't give a shit. He do- he doesn't because he has like just made a complete ass out of himself. Actually, I feel like in some of the interviews that I've seen now where he's like a little bit bitter, now he's kinda of saying like, Well, I was playing a character. I yeah, you know, like it's like does. It's like, he wait a second, pedals. Jax. Like you... I was hired to play a villain. I was hired to see these things. Yeah, he totally backpedals. It's like, I mean, but Jax, like, you're no Spencer Pratt. You know what I mean? Like, he's not that, like, he's not, like, a, a villain of all time. You know what I Spencer mean? Spencer did it on purpose and craftily because he saw the genius in it. Yes. And it was really extremely, not actually that villain. Yeah, and he, it was extremely entertaining. Like, Jax came off stupid, you know? Yeah. No, he's not that smart or strategic. No, 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 no. But he thinks that he's strategic and smart. He, he thinks knew what he, he was is. doing and he realized it would be worth it. Even though they crashed, they come back. Jack, he's not that smart. No. No. So, okay. Well, I did notice Kristen, and I remember thinking this, She had, she's always had the nicest apartment of anyone. Yes. So even way back, and this is, you know, pre-Carter, like, because, you know, they show the outside of Tom and Katie's and Jax. It's like, oh, well, Jax's is still in the studio with like five different bicycles hanging from the wall (laughs) in a studio in Chinatown. 
And then, like, Katie and Tom are in that, like, horrible stucco side, like, in your view is of, like, the other apartment, not even the street. Like, you know, it's like, oh. And then Kristen's just like, oh, this is a nice, refreshing, clean, open-air apartment. Yeah. I mean, Saucy's was always cute, but you could never tell what the view was. Like, hers was cute inside, but yeah. you couldn't really tell what the view was. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think she had one. Yeah, I don't either. I think hers was, like, very Melrose Place as well, you know, facing inward. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, that. yeah, I always thought that, too. And I I don't know. I always, I always hoped that Kristen, like, really had it together. And I think she did, you know. And then everybody started making big money, and then they all got it together. Okay, well, so then we... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh you have something else? No, I'm just going to smart off and say, well, some people had it together. Other people have, like, major tax problems now, so. (laughs) Hey, a lot of people do, okay? Uh, uh, I I know. (laughs) You know I know. Oh, yeah, I got a fucking letter from Betty E, okay? (laughs) You know who that bitch is, right? Yep. I think I voted for her, too. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, Katie thinks Faith is a badass, but she calls out Lala on her Europe modeling trip as shady. And Ishida um, said Lala's profile pic screams, fuck me in the ass. And Katie says, when your profile pic is naked, you might have booked a job in Italy, but it's probably not modeling. And you know what? They're both fucking right. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Rich dude, private jet, Italy called sponsored vacations instagram photos on yachts and giving blowjobs so they go confront lala and katie says italy's crawling with smooth supermodels and that's when lala said are you saying i can't be a supermodel katie and uh so lala confesses yeah it's a free trip to italy and okay i'm gonna say i think we need to write down our 10 best classic all VPR lines because um, I think this one is right up there for me is Sheena Gold saying you know while it's like it's a free trip to Italy what do you have to do for that free trip and Lala says luckily I'm just a fun bitch and I'm going to keep my legs closed and then Sheena rebuts what about your mouth uh. <laughs> I mean that's just like pure gold dialogue right it, there. Like, it is. Right there. Right off the tip of the tongue. Not planned shit. Just like, what about your mouth? I mean, yeah. one of the best VPR lines ever. It's true. So, and you know, usually we get like, you know, Stassi or an Ariana with a, a off the, maybe not... Stasi has some classic lines, but it seems like those are in a confessionals. It was when Ariana would like quip off to Stasi and leave Stasi's jaw like quivering, like because Stasi can't come back the way Ariana can. So yes, and so Stasi will come up with some great shit, but in her confessionals when she's thinking about it, or you know, like we said, after she's stolen it from someone else, stolen it from Jackie Schimmel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, maybe season one when she's like, I am the devil and don't for- you forget it. Okay, fine. We'll give that to her. But the rest of her shit was confessional shit that she planned out. Sheena came out with this on her fucking own props. Yeah. Ariana, as we know, we, we've, she shut 
uh, Stassi down where Stassi was like left speechless and quivering. I mean, hilarious shit. I know. So, I'm going to miss that. Like, I yeah. wonder what the, I'm sure it'll happen with someone. It'll probably be with uh, Raquel and Lala and Lala and Sheena and everybody. So, but see, you know, again, Lala, she's either, like she admitted, um, did, did we talk about this last week? How she said that, because, well, again, because I listened to too many fucking podcasts with her on it. She said she lied. She was, the only season she was sober was last season. Oh, yeah. Even, even though, she, yeah, she said she was sober the season before. She was lying. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, can can Lala deliver? Because the best thing she can say is, well, and she says it all the time. She says she grew up saying it so it's kind of a canned line when someone says something to her and she's like you're welcome or like you did this and she's like yeah you're welcome or you showed your boobs yeah you're welcome but she had said she had been saying that for years I mean it is a good comeback I'll give her that but it's not like off the cuff yeah I and the only if you think about it the only time that you, she has quotable lines that have been you know kind of iconic or when she's like I'm not always like, I like when someone has a line that where you're like, that is a good one. Sometimes she goes too far where it's like either she's being yeah. too mean or it's just like, I'm mm-hmm. not down with that. Like, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wear a sweatshirt that says like, you, you know, C word or whatever. Like, there's just like a lot of things she says where it's like, that's not, that's not even that smart. I it's kind of like Erica Jean when she came in wearing the like cunt necklace. It's like, it's not even like funny exactly like, yeah it's like you're trying too hard and also erica jane was like fucking 50 it's like yeah you're trying a little too hard so okay? i i think it'll be i i hope she can and i think i think she's nervous about this season too because she's not sure you know what her role is gonna be it's gonna yeah. be interesting yeah i'm excited um okay so yeah, so we, you guys, we, like we said, we have a mission that we are going on this weekend, and so expect a super fun-filled podcast, stand by, and we will be taking as many pictures and videos as possible, which we will be placing in our private Facebook group that Sarah told you about earlier, so join that, and um, should be really fun. It's time to pop off. Yeah, I want to end it with like uh, Peter kind of ending up this episode. He he came over to the table and he's like, "Hey guys, how was your experience going?" And they're like, "Good." They're like, "He's like awesome." So we expect this weekend to be awesome, and I really hope to see Peter because I do kind of miss him. We did see him in some speedos outside Caesar's Palace, and you know it was a little alarming, but you know we. Have- Oh, you do you, Peter. Another thing, um, we will um, document this for sure, but it looks like Sarah got some new chairs. Well, I, I certainly hope so because they had the time to do it, you know, the time to renovate, the time to dry clean, um, clean off those stains. God I'm knows sure. If they're wine or cum or, or. I'm sure that Peter, you know, was the head <laughs> of that, that whole project for sure. You don't think it was Nick Lane? <laughs> They're still right, around. Well, yeah. We will. Yes, we'll be back. We'll report. And we're going to do what we do best. 
Okay, are you going to watch Beverly Hills this season or not? Because if you're not, I'll just do my own fucking thing and send it to you to post. But if you're going to watch... I don't know. Am I going to want to watch? It, yeah, well, I'll, I'll try. Um, it, I mean, it looks kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, I will. All right, well, it's on tonight, so that's why I'm asking. Oh, could, then I no, because pop- I'm at Ron and Diane's right now because All of right. my cable sitch. So, um, I'll either pop one out tomorrow or we'll just wait and see how Friday goes at sir if it's really fucking boring um I'll make Holly watch it before well no whatever we'll figure we'll it figure out. it out yeah we'll figure it out <laughs> all right thanks guys okay Go bye back with you bye bye